if we think about performance, personal performance, when it comes to work or art or sport, business, no matter what domain of work we're in or, or a domain of activity, I call all activity work, whether you're in sport, whether you're at play, uh, whether you're running a business, whether you're in management or an employee, it's all work as such. It's stuff we do in our waking hours. And within the scope of that activity, we're looking to perform, right? I mean, that's why you're listening to this podcast. We're looking to improve our performance. We're looking to do better than we did yesterday or 10 minutes ago um, and hopefully achieve something. And that achievement may appear uh, as a gold medal, as a 10 grand project or a 100 grand project or a multi-million project or it might mean a new job or it might mean employee of the month or it might mean whatever. If you're a, if you're a homekeeper, a keeper of the home and you don't actively work for someone else, you mind your kids, you keep the home, etc. Maybe that achievement is watching your kids achieve or, um, I don't know, doing the garden or maintaining maintaining a, a, a process within the home environment that allows you to keep the place running well or whatever it happens to be. We're all looking to do well. I mean, I think at least I think we are. I know there's a lot of us who are, are disenfranchised in our work, in our sport. Our business gets us down. We find it very difficult to motivate ourselves, even though it's our baby. Um, if you're an artist and... and Maybe you're in a bit of a funk when it comes to uh, your art. You're experiencing some kind of writer's block or you can't paint or whatever, or you're a musician and you can't sing or you can't play. You're not getting any inspiration. Um, and that comes around and we have to cope with it, find a way to deal with it. But I think um, whether, you're, whether you're in that difficult place or whether you're not, we all want to perform better. I mean, that's what it's about. That's... If you're if you're in a bit of a funk, that's why you feel the way you do, because you know your current state of play is not where you want it to be. So we all want to do better. That's what the material that I write about on the performatist and I record here is about. Um, but I've been thinking on a deeper level maybe about this whole idea of performance and, and success. You'll pardon me here because I'm I'm sucking on a a cup a hot hot strong coffee uh, hence the pause but I've been thinking about this whole thing about success and what what is it um, and and why bother I mean you might say well I want people to know that I was here I want to mean something I want my life to have meaning and I wonder when we think that, is it that we want to be remembered? Is it that we want, I think that maybe that's what it boils down to. We want to be remembered by uh, our associates and our peers and uh, our family as someone who made an impact or, or had an impression on us. But I mean, who's asking that? Who cares? Because who care? who really cares about that? I mean, when you say, 
I want to be remembered or I want to make a mark while I'm here. I only get one life and I want to make it meaningful and purposeful and maybe leave a stamp behind, make a little dent in the world to show them that I was here. Well, who gives a shit, really? Who cares? Um, Because you're checking out. You're going to check out. Every one of us does. None of us are getting out of here alive. And this is what makes this whole notion of pursuing success bizarre to me. Now, you might read the title of this podcast and, and the, or the subtitle, The Mental Game, a podcast on the psychology of human performance, and believe that it's all about the achievement and that the material is all about the achievement, the gold medal or the prize or the notoriety. But that's not what it's about. It's not what it's about at all. And anyone who's ever achieved anything and come to the realisation that what I'm ta- of, of what I'm actually talking about will testify that all the achievement in the world is, is meaningless. I mean, if you manage to come face to face with this realisation that I'm talking about, I mean, if you're caught up in yourself, if you're caught up in your own sense of self and self, sense of importance in the world sense of self-importance ego-led results-based you'll think what I'm saying is nonsense but when you've been around the block a few times whether you've had a multitude of successes or a multitude of failures or some kind of blend of the above I think there's an opportunity to come to the realisation of something important And that's what I'm trying to talk about. That's what I'm trying to get across here. Is that all of this pursuit of success is a nonsense. It really is a nonsense. Because it's just self-inflating. It's it's ego-based. It's look at me. I exist. I'm real. I was... You know, when you think about yourself and when when you're gone and that someone else will remember you. It's really just... Well, it's all about me, isn't it? I want, I want to be remembered. I want to be, but this whole idea of me is ludicrous. Jack Lacan, the psychotherapist, uh, he was a Freudian, neo-Freudian, maybe not neo-Freudian, but he he was a Freudian uh, psychologist, uh, psychoanalyst uh, from France, and he had some interesting ideas about this formation of the self and this is what I'm getting to so he said in roundabout terms very roughly speaking here that when the child is born the baby has very little concept of itself as me uh, the organism two legs, two arms uh, feelings ideas of self ideas of the world ideas of self and ideas of other people that these things only form in in its first year maybe or two years uh, three years and that when the baby is born its world is all sensory based and uh, the images that it has of its mother are its primary caregiver now where that's missing Lacan said that uh, the the self-concept can be uh, damaged or um, ill-formed in some way. So the child, the baby, has an idea of itself 
and mother as one. This is its world. And as it grows, its world begins to expand and its concept of itself begins to develop. Its mother repeats its name over and over again and the child begins to uh, relate that sound to it. Um, And after a little while, through seeing its reflection in the mirror, seeing its reflection in shiny surfaces around the place, watching its own body move it begins to form an idea of itself as organism thinking thinking being physical being as one and begins to identify the image that it sees as as it but Lacan said that this image is all superficial that it really is illusory and although the real set the real entity which he called the subject is unidentifiable the organism in the world, I know I'm getting a little bit deep now, but this is important. The organism, in order to exist in the world of other organisms, in the human world, begins to uh, uh, form a self, a surface level identity, which uh, we come to know as ego. But even that term isn't accurate, because when you talk about ego, when I talk about my ego, that's, uh, you're objectifying yourself. But when you say, I am, for example... I am an athlete, I am a business person, I am sad, I am happy, I am whatever it happens to be, you're referring to the subjective self. So ego, my ego is basically further objectification of yourself. So in any event, um, this self, this thinking self, this identity, I am Larry Maguire, I am Irish, I am self-employed, I am a psychologist, I am... Uh, a sports person I'm a writer all of these things these are just ideas and concepts that I've attached to myself so now here we get to the crux of the crux of the problem that I'm trying to identify here so when I talk about me as the businessman wanting to be successful that is a nonsense because the me that I refer to myself doesn't exist it's just a tin veil that allows me allows the, the organism interact with the world so this notion of I want to be successful, I want to be remembered, I want to be wealthy, I want to be whatever, is, a, is, is all just bullshit and it distracts us from the work. So the work being the right now in this red hot minute doing of the thing. And I talked to the kids that I coach in uh, Gaelic games and I asked them when they're in the game that they need to be in the game. I asked them to to stay focused, blinkers on, maybe not entirely an accurate um, uh, analogy, but um, blinkers on suggests that you're not thinking about 10 minutes ago or 30 seconds ago or the ball that just you just kicked wide or the hand pass that just went astray or the run that you made and you didn't receive the ball or whatever happens to be. That if you're thinking about what happened 10 seconds ago, 30 seconds ago, a minute ago, you're not in the game. If you're thinking about how the sideline perceives you to be, you're not in the game. If you're thinking about how your mentor sees you performing and you're concerned about that, you're not in the game. If you're thinking and worried about what other people think of you in your work and are you performing to the standard that's expected, you're not in the game. You're in your head. And the challenge for you and I when we're in the game, when we're in our work, when we're in our daily activity, is that we have to get out of our own heads. And to be self-conscious is probably one of the most detrimental 
uh, features of thought, features of mind that imp- that can impact our performance. So if you're talking about performance, if you're talking about performing well in our work, in our career, in our sport, you've got to get out of your head and get into the game. So the whole idea of I want to be successful, I want to be remembered, I want to be this, that and the other, it's all bullshit. And you'll find that uh, if you're involved in uh, uh, group sports, uh, team sports, that those who are most concerned for how they look uh, blow hot and cold, that they like looking good, but they don't like doing the hard work. And when the hard work is required, uh, you've you've no choice but to drop this nonsense of I better look good here, because hard work doesn't know that. And rather than thinking about success as something that you have to achieve, I encourage uh, the lads that I coach to think about it now. It's the performance now. What are you doing now? It's not what you'll do in 30 seconds time or in the second half. You've got to play the game now. So play the game. So I just thought that that was something worthy of sharing with you. Uh, because it was on my mind today this is an impromptu recording I'm sitting on my couch I'm staring at the window I'm just doing a bit of writing today for uh, another newsletter that I write Sunday letters and uh, that was on my mind Um, and I think it's important because without that we just get caught up in all these conceptions of self and it's all ego-based nonsense. Um, extrinsic motivation kicks in, and the intrinsics of the work are supplemented by the extrinsics, by the the rewards and the applause and all that kind of stuff. And if you've read my material before, if you've read uh, the articles on theperformances.com or larrygmcguire.com, you'll know that this is a common feature in what I write this encouragement to get out of our heads and get into the game and forget about how we're perceived that we've got to do the work for its own sake we've got to get in the game for its own sake if you're going to run marathons run marathons because of the things that you'll find out that you don't already know about yourself and we put when we put ourselves in harm's way like that when we push the boat out i don't it's very hard to pinpoint why anyone would do that why anyone would run a marathon every day for however many days it's very difficult to pinpoint why someone would run 100 kilometers or 200 kilometers or 500 kilometers or do an Ironman back-to-back for 30 days or whatever happens this crazy stuff or climb Mount Everest Um, some people do it because they want to look good of course some people play the game because they want to be noticed Um. But I think that's a sign of significant fundamental insecurity. When you're in the game for how, for what it can give you, in other words. If you're in business for how much money you can make. If you're in sport because you want to be recognized and you want to be adored or you want to be applauded. If you're in art and you're writing music because you want a big audience. If you're whatever it's bullshit if that's your headspace you're in trouble already 
So you've got to find a way to get into the game for the sake of it. Forget about the success, forget about the applause, forget about the recognition. Those things are nice to haves. They come as a consequence of being engaged in the work. Uh, Mihaly, Csikszentmihalyi in creativity and uh, flow and the evolving self. It's kind of a trilogy of books. He writes about this. Now, he wasn't the first. Um, Abraham Maslow wrote about these same principles, albeit from a, a psychoanalytic perspective. And I think um, Csikszentmihalyi took a, took a lot of inspiration from that. And if he didn't, I think he was influenced a lot by Maslow. But if, if he wasn't, well, then maybe it's a coincidence. I'm not sure he gave him the recognition he should have. But uh, that's an aside. Uh, Maslow wrote about this before too, this aspect of personality. I don't even think that that's a right term, but it's this sense of self, of being, that is rooted in the work for the love of it. Um, you should get your hands on Toward the Psychology of Being and give that a read. Abraham Maslow, he writes about this, the uh, something personality he wrote about. I did an article on it myself. It's on... Um, uh, it's on the performatist uh, if you want to give it a read also uh, Semi Haley's books um, Flow, Creativity and the Evolving Self he writes a lot on this subject too uh, the subject being uh, the nature of the self or the personality or the, a way of being that brings about success uh, all on its own it's not without effort I mean we have to work but the work happens because of interest and curiosity rather than a need to be fulfilled, you know. So anyway, I'll wrap it up at that. I thought uh, this might be something interesting to uh, just get down uh, while it was fresh in my head. So if you have any thoughts on the matter, drop me a message. You can do that on Anchor. Anchor.fm forward slash the mental game and send me a message or you can go to theperformatist.com shoot me an email from there or uh, whatever podcast player you're on anyway loads of contact details there you can get in touch if you want thanks for listening and uh, I'll see you next time all the best for now